Okay. Hi. Yep. What's up? Uh, today, I'm hoping we don't take a million years with this, but, you know, it's never how it goes, so... I had fun last week. That's Good. yeah, no, and and last week wasn't too long. I'm just saying mm-hmm. when so this week we're doing award stuff. Award and, stuff is and it gets heated. Well, it's not that it gets heated. <laughs> it's just there's a lot of guys to talk about. There are. So like I'm not gonna, like when when I say I think of this Adam Fox kid has a pretty good shot at Hobie. You're not going to be like, hold on, dumbass. Well, he's I mean, stupid. He might, I guess he's real dumb. Yeah, he has like 87 goals already. <laughs> he's only got five goals, and granted, in 11 games. But guess how many he had at this time last year? Five. Zero. Wow, coward. He didn't score on his first 47 shots last year, and then he scored on his 48th, 49th, and 51st. Yeah, because he was scared. <laughs> is that why? It was fun. He scored a hat trick mm-hmm. after not scoring a goal. The that's fun. I want to say it was right around the bean pot. So when he finally scored. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. Anyway. It was a thing. Yeah. So we're doing uh, Hobie and Mike Richter. And hey, maybe at the end we even throw in a couple Spencer Penrose guys. Not the W and the NCH one that they stole. The actual important one. Yeah, that's right. The one that is actually an award that people care about. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's just freaking get mm-hmm. right into it here. We're going to talk about Hobie Baker. You want to start with that one? Yeah, okay, Adam Fox. Uh, (laughs) So Ryan is Harvard defenseman. Focus on the East, I'll focus on the West. Yep, that's right. He's starting with Adam Fox, the year of the defenseman it is. Yeah, it really is. Like, just looking at it, you're like, oh, yeah, a bunch of these guys. Guess who the only team in the country is without a goal from the defense is? Who? Boston College. Huh. Yeah. Well, again, just afraid (laughs) to do it. But, yeah, I mean, so here's, here's the case for Adam Fox. He leads the country in points per game, mm-hmm. and he's a defenseman. And he's that, a defenseman. You don't have to say anything else. Yeah. Um, he's got 30 shots in 11 games, which isn't a huge amount. Uh, frankly, I'd like to see that come up. Uh, obviously, he's shooting about 17% if, he sh- if he's got 30 shots and five goals. Um, shoot more. The Harvard's power play is amazing. Shoot, shoot more for sure. Yeah. And, and so that's the thing. Then you have to talk about, okay, well, and I don't have it in front of me. I can look it up. They but. have the best power play in the country. No, no, no. That's yeah. not what I was going to say, though. Mm-hmm. What percentage of his assists are on the power play versus I would imagine five on five? Yeah. What percentage of them are second assist versus first assist, that sort of thing. Um, this is all stuff that I when i write this up for a chn post later this week maybe next week probably over the christmas holiday mm-hmm. uh i will look at all that stuff for all 10 guys we cook up here or more um mm-hmm. i don't remember off the top of my head what the usual cutoff is i usually just kind of eyeball it mm-hmm. in terms of uh oh, this guy looks like he could be a hobie guy yeah for stuff like that there's usually a clear like this guy, yes, and then this guy, no, and everyone below that yeah. guy also, no. But, yeah, yeah um, I think Adam Fox is a very good take. So the, the interesting thing is there are 68 guys in the country right now who are at least a point a game. Mm-hmm. You can whittle a bunch of those down right away, obviously, because, you know, they're in the WCHA or Atlantic Hockey. Or, or they're just only all right. Yeah, and, and, like, a point a game is good, but yeah. to win the Hobie Baker, you have to be – let, like, let me put it this way. You know who's a point a game right now, speaking of BC? Mm-hmm. Julius Matala. Right. No, thanks. Not a Hobie yeah. guy for me. Yeah, like, he's he, he, he's a good player. Yeah, sure. That's about it. Ryan Lowen, <laughs> uh, Jared Spooner. Like, all these guys are point a game guys, mm-hmm. and you go, yeah, that's about it, though. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. No. You gotta, you gotta have a bunch of guys. Yeah, Ryan Lowen scares me. 
He's good. Yeah, he's real good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, obviously Adam Fox, like, there's nothing to discuss there. No, he's he's good at everything, and he's he's doing everything better this year. I think the no Donato has allowed him to shine a little bit more. Yeah. Um, because last year when they were struggling, it was just we'll get the puck to Donato. Right. Um, and now it's well, no Adam Fox too though, and and the thing is their their def- their decor has a lot of playmakers on, and him and Walsh. Um, Marino and there's a freshman that's quite good that I'm forgetting his name. Um, but they have a lot of them and he's still the one that's doing a lot of the work on the power play. And I, I would imagine a lot of his points have come on the power play. I know you said you'll go into it a bit more. Um, but I mean, he's 100% a candidate. He's going to have, if he had, he's going to have 40 points this year. Yeah. 11, 11 of his 15 or his 20 points are on the power play. Yeah. Three, three, eight, 11 out of five, 15, 20. So and that's an 11 games for a defenseman. Yeah, no, and like yeah. I'm it's one of those things where you go, okay, obviously it's easier to score on the power play. And so you have to weight that against 5 on 5 scoring, but it's not like he's he's got 9 points in 11 games at 5 on 5 alone. Yeah. As a defenseman. Correct. That's really good. Yes. <laughs> um so so it's just one of those things where you know, you got to take that kind of stuff into consideration. Um, and as for the breakdown of his assist, eight primaries and seven secondaries. So he's going to be an interesting player because he's probably going to be a free agent. Um, no, that's not my understanding, but okay. I was told that he is. I was told this was about a month ago, so maybe things have changed on the Carolina side. Well, on the um, Carolina, yeah. I, I, all I can say is Carolina wants him. Certainly wants <laughs> him, but also feels like they can, like they have not. They're not scared. They're not scared that he would be disinterested. In so he could return, and they'd be like, "All right, cool." I don't. I, I don't think I don't they would think... be cool with yeah, that. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's what you heard is that like he he would just say, "I'm gonna." Right around the trade, I heard he was very very much leaning to. Okay. See, it. yeah, that's not maybe it, maybe that was with Calgary. Oh, I wouldn't be shocked at all if yeah. that was with Calgary. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, um, yeah, yeah, so Adam Fox, Fox, easy. Slam dunk candidate. Slam dunk. Do you want to go either or do you want to just Yeah, you go. Um, Another defenseman, um, a kid who I think is probably one of the best players in the country, Scott Perunovic. Only only two goals, 16 assists, 18 points. Like, that's it. But we, I mean, we saw the way that this kid. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, we saw the way this kid impacts a hockey game all throughout the NCAA tournament last year. He was the only Minnesota Duluth player playing particularly well offensively for most of the NCAA tournament, and they won a national championship. Um, a lot of his work does come on the power play. He's He runs one of the best power play units in the country, but he has a ton of primary assists this year. Only a couple goals, presumably he'll end the year with like 8 to 10 goals, probably not 10, but 8 seems about right for him. Um, <clears throat> two's high. Two's, two, like he'd have to do a lot of scoring, right? He can score six more goals in his next how long 20. does... Five games, yeah. twenty games, yeah. With the Hobie Baker cutoff, is he'll have played eight, nineteen more games, twenty more games yeah. at that point. I could see him scoring six more goals in that. Time. Yeah, sure. And again, I mean, this is to do it. And and the issue for him is, let's put it this way: he he's played five more games than Adam Fox, and he yeah. has four more shots. Right. So that's the that's it the is. big impediment. Because like, yeah, he he. There could be a game where he takes six shots and two go in and doubles his goal total. Right. right? But yeah, it's just one of those things of like mathematically, you gotta go. I don't know. And that's the thing with Duluth in general; like their whole team is only scoring regular right now. Which right. again, as we discussed them, they at some point they're going 
for over a course of an eight-game stretch, they're going to just be absolutely terrifying. Yep. Um, aside from their usualness, but I do think Perunovic is just. If you were to ask me offhand to write down the ten best players in the country, I'd probably have his name in there. Um, without looking at any numbers, just who who the guys probably are. Yeah. And the numbers check out too. He's pretty good. Um. So yeah, I think he'll be a candidate. The national championship is going to factor in. And again, we're doing right now. We're not talking about the, the, sh- not the, the will be people. We we are. I mean, I mean, like the fact that he is in everybody's brain because yeah. of last year will factor into voting. Yeah. Uh, but we're not doing the the thing of like who will be because we don't care about like well they have to have an Atlanta hockey guy and like that crap. We're talking about the people we think should is the important thing to keep in mind right now. So I'm not talking about Dalton McAfee and all of his assists. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, be, well, right. So you go, well, usually I go, okay, they're going to pick an Atlantic hockey guy. Mm-hmm. So I'll include the guy I think is from Atlantic hockey. Yeah, but we, we can And the answer will tomorrow. be Dylan McLaughlin. Yeah. Thanks. We're right. like, no, right. nobody's surprised by this. But, but, but we can do that like around Hobie time. We don't need to do that right now. Um, yeah, so I say Perunovic, best player on what's pro- what might be the best team in the country. Yeah, agree. You go. Uh, I'm going to stick in the Ivies, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pick two guys kind of simultaneously here because it's one of those package deal things, mm-hmm. Kuffner and Verano. Yeah, uh, you they're know, both great. They're both great. <laughs> Verano, the the thing that I see holding him back, honestly, and this is why I'm kind of lumping him in as opposed – he's only got five goals. Yeah, he's Ho- – Hobie guy's yeah. got to win – got to score goals, dude. Unless they have a billion assists. And even then, like – Or they're doing. Right, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll yell about him. Our, our annual yelling match about Drew LeBlanc can be. There's right. no match to be had. We both think he sucked. <laughs> but yeah, like two different people I've spoken to, I asked them about Varano's goals, and they were like, yeah, he's still the best player in the Ivy League, certainly the best player in the ECAC. He should like he should be playing in the NHL right now. Yeah. That's what everyone says. Like yep. he, came, he came back to finish his degree because he wanted to see if he could take Princeton a little farther. Last year was pretty damn far for Princeton. Yeah, uh, for Princeton for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even even with his numbers not necessarily blowing you away, and granted, right around this time last year, Princeton was basically in the same boat. Right. Um, they had won a few more games, but you know they've they've been a little bit unlucky to win as infrequently as they have thus far. Um, but yeah, Varanell's wonderful, and Kuffner is just he's a goal scorer. He's, yeah, he's done it. Puts a puck in the yeah, net, and that's that, that's what Hobie likes, dude. Like mm-hmm. that's what the Hobie voters want to see. Right, and he needs to do a little bit more of it. Um, I think to get where he needs to be, if Princeton's not going to win, if they're going to win, then he doesn't need to really blow his people away as much as he uh, would if they were. Uh, what am I saying? If no, no, he has more goals than I realize. Yeah, he has ten goals in thirteen games. That's pretty good. That's good. Yeah, and his shooting percentage is only it's not in, it's fourteen. Yeah. Like that's it's fifteen. Fifteen, right? Yeah. That's that's regular. High. That's real deal with a bull. Like I would imagine I that's right in line with, with his what he's done, career right, exactly. number. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, and Princeton has been a bit of a disappointment thus far this season, but you know it's not his, it's not it, their fault. No, and and I do think Princeton once like the ECAC grind starts, I think they'll be they'll, they'll reveal they'll themselves to out. be yeah, one of yeah, the better yeah. teams in that league. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and with the two of them, I mean, like the Ivy League thing's definitely going to factor into the should be part. I mean, the will be rather than the should be part of it. Um, but yeah, they're both wonderful, and, and Veranu will probably score a little bit more. He's shooting nine percent, which I'm guessing is a little bit lower than what his career yeah. would suggest. Um, they're both they're they're both really good players. Um, I hope they sign with the same team so they can keep playing together forever. Yeah, no, both. that would be tight mm-hmm. for sure. You're up. Um, I'm gonna do teammates as well because it suggested Alex Limoges from um, Penn State and his buddy Evan Barrett. Um, 
they're both just two dudes who are shooting a ton and scoring a ton, which is exactly what Penn State does, but they're doing both of those things more than other guys on Penn State. Yeah. Um, Barrett's 13, 16, 29. Limoges is 10, 19, 29. Um, Penn State's offense, as we've talked about, is terrifying. Um, How many goals do they have now? I think they have 94 or something like that. Um, So here's the crazy part about that. 94 goals in 18 games. So here's the crazy part about that. There are several crazy parts. Right. But (laughs) how about this? Their two best players, the guys who lead the country in scoring, uh, have only been on for a little more than a quarter of those goals. Yeah. That's wild to me. Yeah. That's truly bonkers. Mm -hmm. They are an incredibly deep team, um, full of like – I don't think there's anybody on their team who I would like top 15 forwards in the country. I don't really know if I'd write their, any of their names down without thinking. Yeah. Um, they're all just pretty good. The, the other, the other funny thing about that is Mm -hmm. they have not been marked as on the ice for as many points as they have. So they each probably like have an assist, got off the ice and somebody (laughs) scored. Cause I, I have it at Barrett 27 and, and Limoges 28 and they both have 29 points. Well, that just further goes into everybody in the Big Ten complaining that uh, the Penn State's pad stats. So yeah, <laughs> I hope that's actually what's happening. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I've told you like the J. I think it was Jason Krog or maybe Darren Hadar. Mm-hmm. I think it was Hadar. Now that yeah. I say that, back when they were like real strong Hobie candidates, mm-hmm. it was just like a known thing of like if there were, if there wasn't a second assist on the they goal, they just it. give it to Hadar. Yeah, or whatever. Um, like that was. Not even like I mean it was joked about obviously, but everybody's like, oh yeah, that definitely is happening. Yeah, like guy on the bench gets a second assist on a on a goal or whatever constantly. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago was, uh, when UMass beat uh, Quinnipiac on the Saturday, uh, Makar initially got a secondary assist. Yeah, like he very clearly shouldn't have, and it was taken away. I like went back a couple of days later to make sure, because um, like I don't need that shit in my life. I hate that that kind of thing annoys the hell out of me. Um, like these dudes don't need you to lie for them. They're good. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. So thankfully that was taken away. But like I said, Barrett and Limoges, these are two guys who they're, they're going to keep getting shots. Like they might not score as often. Yeah. Um, the whole team might have a little bit of a dry spell. We have seen that from them a little bit like January, February, because the way that they play, I would imagine can be a little bit demanding. Um, so they have, they've had some dips in the second half, but Penn state always scores. You know, um, and their numbers are going to be there. Um, yeah, they were both. Uh, no, they're they're yeah, good. Right, they were both really good players as freshmen. Um, obviously not quite this good, but another year. Um, right, I mean, like they're scoring one point seven one and one point six one points a game. Like that's. Yeah, I mean, they've both already surpassed. High, yeah, they've both already surpassed last year's scoring outputs. Right. Um. And they're not even halfway through the season. Right. And, I mean, again, that whole team is going to slow down a little bit offensively, but only – but, like, they're still going to shoot the puck. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because, you know, they they all wear T-shirts. You can't can't score if you pass is the thing. (laughs) That rules. Get me one of those T-shirts. Like, Penn State, send me one of those. It it reminds me a lot of watching, like, the Phoenix Suns from, like, the early days of – what's his name? Like, D'Antoni running that game. Like, that's – that's what Penn State is now. Yep. Um, and hey, it works. They're good. Um, 
and there was like a couple years ago where I looked at them and I was like, well, they're just kind of outperforming their talent level with a system. And now it's like, oh, they just have amazing players to go into their very fun system. Yes, that's um, the trick. There. And then the and the question is whether or not they're going to be New Hampshire of just if this can if this can sustain itself. But UNH wasn't really responsible for a lot of their failures in the NCAA tournament. Math was more than anything a lot. Um, so who knows? It might not be fair to Penn State. It's weird that they haven't been in the Frozen Four yet just because they've been really good. It seems like they've been good for a long time in my head, and I know that it's only been, like, what, three years that they've right. been, like, actual good? Right. Um, but, yeah, and these two are leading it, and they're, you know, they're going to they're gonna keep getting the chances to score because that's just how Penn State plays. Um, and you're only looking at, I mean, only four of the 23 goals they've combined for have been on the power play, so. That's wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now you, doing now you go, um, I'm going to go with only one guy from Quinnipiac and I'm going to go with Chase Prisky yes. and keep like Odin Tufto, 10 goals, 15 assists, 25 points yeah. in 17 games. It's real good. Yeah. But he's shooting 21%. Prisky must be shooting pretty damn high. Too. 16. Same as Fox. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference is. He's taken 72 shots in 17 games, and, and he, which like yeah. that to me, oh, he's just going to score. All, like, obviously he has 12 goals in 17 games from the blue line. That's not going to hold up. But if you're taking that many shots every game. And Quinnipiac's going to win. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that's true of Harvard. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I really like Prisky's game. I'm. I, again, I'm going to pick a lot of defensemen on here, especially because in the East, it's just like, oh, my God, They're all good. these guys are fucking good. Yeah, and it's – I don't think it's weird. I mean, I think it's it's a coincidence that there just happen to be this many good defensemen all at once. Makar um, and Hughes being here as sophomores obviously plays a lot into it. Even Prunovich's return was in doubt after he got drafted. Yeah. I think he's 20. Um, I've seen a lot of people talking about it. You know, why why is this happening? Why are there so many defensemen? that are scoring. And I think a big part of it is a lot of really talented defensemen um, who previously may have headed north for this time of career are viewing college as a good chance to get a little bit bigger. And then the game just kind of lends itself. Right. But That's yeah. what I was going to say is like defensemen can skate now. They don't right. have to be six, three. If they're, they're... some of them are six, three, right. So. <laughs> but like you can be, you can be Kale McCarthy. He's not yeah. a big kid. No. And he's, and, a, he's, he's, he's like, right. He's a little bit taller than me. He's like a know? five, what? 11, 5, 10, 5, 11. 5, 11. Yeah. yeah. And like grown, 190 yeah. pounds. Like he's not, he's not a big physically imposing defenseman. He will be listed at, as six feet in the NHL. Sure. Yeah. And he might even be actually that because right. he's still growing. Cause he's 19 years old or whatever. Right. But it's one of those things where it's like, these guys grew up just being like, Oh, I'm going to take the puck 180 feet. Mm hmm. That's hockey, baby. Yeah. And like And they both play for coaches who let them do it. I right. Think, yeah. And well and that's the the thing I was gonna say though. More and more coaches are gonna be letting them do it. No nobody's gonna like five, we were talking about it last week. Five years from now, nobody's gonna be like, once you get you're a defenseman, once you get to the blue line, I want you to throw it around like exactly. throw it around the end boards. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna fucking say that anymore because no. the game's changing. Yeah. And so like I'm not surprised at all that all these defensemen are getting more involved in the offense. Like that's just the way it's going and, and you know the other thing is like it used to be, I'm sure, that if you were a, a high end puck moving defenseman type, mm-hmm. they would just go Oh, you're nine years old and you're insanely good at this? Play forward. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and now they don't do that anymore. Now they go, oh, we can have fast guys all over the ice. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, with Prisky here. Uh, like I say, I don't think the the goal scoring is gonna hold up, but he's gonna probably hit 20 goals this year, even if the if, even if the the shooting percentage comes down a little bit. And I don't know how much it will. Like 16, like I said, 16, 17 is obviously high, mm-hmm. but like. Let's say it's eight at the end of the year. No, it would never get to eight at the end of the year. Like, he would have to not score on the next <laughs> 72 shots he takes. So, let's say it gets down to, like, 10 or 11 at the end of the year. Yeah. That's still a shitload of goals he's going to score. Right. Like, if he starts scoring at a normal defenseman rate tomorrow, and they don't have a game tomorrow, but you see what I'm saying? <laughs> no one does. That's right. Nice little couple weeks off for everybody. The 27th, I think, is the first. You go into those Denver games here, Probably. Merrimack and Lowell. Can't wait. Gonna be good. I looked at him. Um, but yeah, so even if he slows down, he's probably gonna hit twenty goals. I can't imagine a defenseman's hit twenty goals in a long time. In a, in quite a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure and now in saying that, um no probably there was one last year. No, there wasn't. But 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 nobody's coming to mind. Um, yeah. If they was was Reed Cashman a defenseman? He might have done it for Quinnipiac. Um, that's a good, a f- a good question. Back. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I doubt that 20 goals has happened for a defenseman. Um, yeah. And this, because, and he's insanely likely to right. do it. And the thing about Chase Prisky is he is just, he's he, good. He's he, really he, good. He in monster. addition to that. Yeah. yeah. Like ignoring, ignoring his amazing. I mean, he has always scored, you know what I mean? Yeah. For ever since not, he got no, there. But I not, mean, the difference is not to this extent. Oh, of course. Right? I mean, but he's had at least 25 points all three years. He's been at Quinnipiac. Now he has 21 in 17 games. Um, they and I and I, I love Rand Pecknold because he he is kind of forward thinking. I remember, uh, you were talking about Kim Carr, the same thing. I remember when um, when he got hired. I remember saying something, and and it was clear that McCarr was coming. I remember like wondering like if if he was if his system was conducive to offense. And then I remembered Gavin Bayreuther. Right. And then someone pointed me to a tweet from 2015 where uh, he tweeted that Eric Carlson, who he coached his first couple of years when he was with the Senators, yeah. said, he said, for my money, Eric Carlson is the best player in the NHL, and this was in 2015. So, like, Rick Hubble respects and understands players like Right, that. I mean, like, yeah. that, I, that's not a dumb, like, that's that's mm-hmm. just a not dumb guy take. Yes. Right? Like, like, no, there were a lot of hockey coaches who were like, yeah, but he doesn't play you know that those people no i exist. but like i i would argue that a lot of co- hockey coaches are dumb right like <laughs> you know what i mean like but they're like, still I, hockey in coaches. 2015 i probably would still would have said Sidney crosby and but also eric carlson's right there mm-hmm. so like for him was it 17 that he brought them to the conference final 16 16 okay right no 17, 17. you're right you're right yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, I do like seeing it. Cause I think when, when defensemen are involved in the offense, the game is just more entertaining for me. I, well, look, yeah. I mean, my, my big thing lately has just been like, Oh, why don't we get all these guys who suck at hockey out of the sport and then the hawk and then hockey will be more mm-hmm. fun. Right. And that, isn't that <laughs> such an interesting, and you would have thought that I said, you know, uh, and also we should, uh, kill everybody who's bad at hockey, which look, I don't think we should kill them, but you know, if we if we physically prevent them from ever playing hockey again, hey, who's yeah. to say? Just have a league that's like professional wrestling where they get to play and it's scripted and they get to hurt each other. It'd be wonderful. That's great. Yeah, fine. <laughs> the LNAH or whatever that fucking league's called. All these guys. So it's funny because. Uh, Is that like the weird senior league in Quebec? Yeah, where yeah. it's just like 50 fights a game or whatever. Yeah. So um, I actually wrote about this because yeah, I don't know if you saw the uh, 
Ken Hitchcock started complaining about Connor McDavid doesn't draw as many penalties as he reasonably should. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Connor McDavid's like seventh or eighth in the league in penalties drawn. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, but he plays more than everybody in the league. Yeah. So I looked up per hour. You know who the guys that draw the most penalties per hour in this fucking league are? I have no idea. Just a bunch of nobodies you've never fucking heard of. Maybe that's why they're in the league. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. Listen, Cody McLeod, Jesus. Alex Formanton, Garrett Wilson. Those three guys draw the most penalties per hour. Of Garrett Wilson got waved yesterday. He did. <laughs> and he draws more penalties per hour. And granted, he plays fewer minutes. And, like, that probably also counts, like, fights he got in or whatever. Right. But, okay. That's what I was thinking with McLeod. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's true. You know what? You know where Connor McDavid, Connor fucking McDavid ranks in the penalties Connor drawn McDavid. per hour? 30th. 130th. 130th. Yeah, 129 guys draw more penalties per hour than Connor McDavid. It's fucking insane. That's and and that's the thing, though, is like, okay, first of all, it leads to more diving, yes. right? Because then Connor McDavid has to be like, well, what the fuck, <laughs> right? But also, like, and, you know, it, it, again, this is just like a hockey culture thing that really pisses me off lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's it's the same idea of, like, all these defensemen – 15 years ago, the best defenseman in college hockey would be Stephen Bobby, who was just like... Baby. That's right. He was just like 6'5", mm-hmm. or what? Like, in my brain, he might not have actually been that big. But, like, in my brain, he was just like a huge guy who punched people. Yes. Right? And, like, good. Yeah. I want the future of hockey to be Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes and, like, guys who are Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes light. Yeah, just want good players everywhere. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's um, and it's and it's good that we're seeing it in college hockey because it means that the game in general is trending yep, that way. Absolutely. Um, so I will go next, and this is a weird one because like I don't bother, I don't want to put his name on this list, but we're going to talk about Arizona State a lot on this podcast. Yeah, Johnny Walker keeps scoring, man. Yeah, and he, he does. takes a million. He has a hundred and three shots this year. Yeah. That's well, I mean, there's nobody else on that team, and that's why he shoot. doesn't have any fucking assists. Like he has, right. He has thirteen assists in the last season and a half. <laughs> Like, this is a kid, watched him play two games this year. Every time Arizona State had the puck, him or this big defenseman dude, uh, Brinson something or other, um, they were the only ones who had the puck. Yeah. Um, Johnny Walker has a great shot. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure yeah. he does. He's, he's, and he's, and he's, he's, he shoots, he scores by volume. He's only shooting 16.5%. Right. So, like, yeah, no. I, there was no doubt in mind. He is, he, is, he is a good goal scorer in college hockey. He, he, would be, he would be putting up these numbers no matter what league he played in for anybody. Mm, he would I, be. He scores against everybody. Yeah. No, I, but, <laughs> but, well, it's just a thing of, like, what is 17 goals? You know what I mean? Like He had 17 last year, too. No, uh, right, but in mm-hmm. 19 games, he had 17 goals. Yeah. So, like, he's, I, again, he's, he, he, he shot the puck. He shoots the puck, almost, like, more than five times a night. Yeah. So he's only 27 shots behind what he had for the whole year last. Yeah. So like <laughs> almost five and a half. Now that I look at it, it's right. 5.4 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and you go, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously he's good. The only thing I I obvi- and obviously right now you got to put him in the Hobie con- conversation. Mm-hmm. Is he going to play enough games to to warrant consideration at the end of the year? Gonna, I I don't know how many they have on the schedule, but I'm, they're not I'm making a, the NCAA yeah, they tournament. Are. Guarantee they do. Really? Yeah, they're ninth in the pairwise right now. Gee. Wow! Like they just, and we're gonna talk about the reason why when we get to Richter candidates. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and so that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is like, when does that go away? 
I don't I don't think it's gonna because they're not as bad as they should be in terms of like all the underlyings that they have. Yeah, their schedule is is good enough. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it, fine. It is not a terrible schedule. Right. They're gonna make like I was gonna you know weird predictions for the second half. They're gonna make the NCAA tournament. <sighs> And and it's gonna and this, and I wrote this when I wrote that piece about them like comparing them in Harvard, it's gonna be deserved because the, 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 their numbers are gonna be about even and they're gonna have one of the best goalies in the country and that means you're a good team. Yeah, and and, and the other so I you know if I were doing yeah they've taken ten more shots than they've allowed it's about fifty percent. Yeah, so if I were do well right, but what's the difference? How many more goals have they scored? Probably a lot. Uh, twenty three. So they're plus ten in shots and plus twenty three in goals. Yeah, no, um, I, they're still going to make the tournament. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell on these guys. Mm-hmm. But if I were doing the West teams, mm-hmm. Joey Decord would one hundred percent be in the Hobie. I'm not putting goalies in the Hobie because they're never going to win it again. I'm not putting Hobies. In the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not. That's, I, I didn't that's fair. But like, because him and Ryan Larkin would be on the list right now. Yeah, they're not. That's fair. Ryan Larkin's been one of like the five best players in the country so far this season. I. There's no so so my o- my only concern with that is he hasn't played in four of Miami's games. Um, Decord has played pretty much every yes. available minute, mm-hmm. and that's the only that's the only difference. I, I'm sure it's just like the six and a half minutes he hasn't played, seven and a half minutes he hasn't played is just games. What seven and a half games he hasn't played? No, no, he Joey Decord hasn't played seven and a half. Oh, sorry, minutes. I, I thought you were of, talking about Larkin. And I no, yeah, Larkin Larkin's missed four games. He's played less than 73% yeah. of their minutes. And, yeah, I mean, the second half of the season, he's going to play all their games. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing that's why here's he another Here's another games. Hobie candidate that mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to hold up, but it's funny to say it right now. Stefanos Lekas. He's played, every, he's played like all I, their games. Uh, like I've said. He's played 99.2% of their he minutes. Is, he is a goalie that I wish played on a good team. Yep. Because I'd be curious to see, like, what his career would look like because he's good. He's, yeah. He's he a good college hockey goalie. I know he's not a superstar. He's not 940. No. no. But he's good. Yeah, he's been nine fifteen on that Vermont team the whole time. Yep, like, that's what his years have looked like. Yeah. Um. And now that they're moving into the the hockey schedule, I don't know that his I mean his save percentage is gonna come down. But they're the games that I have seen them lose over the last few years. It's almost never been his fault. He's been the reason that they're in a lot of games. Yeah. Um. And hell, that's why goalies go to Vermont because they know they're gonna like <laughs> see a lot. Of shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get a. But I did, like I said with Joey Walker, I know there's a lot riding against him. Um, it's Johnny Walker, right? Johnny way. Walker, Joey Decord, Joey Decord, um, Joey Walker. Oh, I'm sure there's somebody in college hockey with that name. Um, he he he's gonna he's gonna have the number. He he's gonna have 25 goals by the end of the year. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? He's he's gonna be. In yeah, the I mean he'd have to fuck up real hard not or, to have 30 yeah, or, or get hurt, and he's not gonna. I mean, he could sure. totally get how hurt. How many how many games are they? Do they have left on the schedule though? Do you have One that in moment. front of you? I can. I'm okay. just looking at it. Two, four, six, eight, ten, fourteen, and they have. I mean, they have games that could possibly like really help them in the pairwise. Yeah, but it's just like it's thirty-three games, dude. Like, mm-hmm. um, and they, they re- not- yeah, like they. So the, the by the by the end of the by the end of the playoffs, they're gonna have like four or five fewer games played than other. Which, which in teams. terms of the NCAA tournament might help them. Yeah, I, mean, um, I guess that's true. Um, and I mean, they have. I mean, like these are matchups. Like they didn't schedule nobody's. You know what I no, mean? No, they they like I said, they have yeah. a and they have an okay schedule. The second half. I mean, again, BC and BU aren't what they we thought they sure. were going to be, but they come here to play BU at the end of January. They host BC the beginning of January, uh, next weekend or two weekends from now. Um, and then they have um, February is 
two Atlantic hockey opponents, um, and they go to Minnesota the first week of March because the Big Ten has seven teams. So um, somebody's going to have the last week off in terms of regular season play. Yeah. And they hosted, and they're going to Minnesota. So, I mean, if they're splitting those games and then they and they do well like with AIC and RIT and stuff, this is an NCAA tournament team. I guess I can see it now that you lay out the yeah. case or what. I don't know. It's just weird for me to think about, I guess. Yeah, um, I mean, all of their losses have been losses that, like, I have no problem with. Like, Omaha sucks, but, like, going there and losing is fine to me, especially when you swept them at home. Yeah. You know, um, they lost. They got swept by Ohio State, who's better than them. What's their uh, strength of schedule look like? I would imagine it is a number that I would consider fine. Um, per crash, Arizona State 21. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I said, it's fine. Exactly. Um, all right, let's move on here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we already talked about Kale McCarr. He's going to be in the conversation, but he's his scoring isn't where right. He's got to he's got to get those numbers up if if he really wants to be. And I don't know that he's. And again, to. because because it's the year of the defenseman, let's yeah. say, like, l- let's put it this way: Adam Fox has more fucking points than this kid. Yeah. So, like, that's I, that's a bit of a knock on his case. I like I said, I think he's probably one of the two or three best players in the country. I, yeah. But with that having been said, like, he's just not scoring enough, and he's not shooting as much because he doesn't have to. No, because, right. Like, and and an so so the other that. so the other thing I want to say though. Mm-hmm. Mitch Chafee. Yeah. Um, he's, he's son of Lincoln Chafee, <laughs> the governor of Rhode Island. Senator from Rhode Island? Senator of Rhode Island who ran for president. Yeah. No, I knew he ran for yeah. president. <laughs> um, th- this is a guy where he's, you know, he's got 21 points in 16 games, 11 goals in 16 games. Like, yeah. that's good. Doesn't shoot enough. He's got forty six shots on goal. Nobody he, on their team does. Well, right, <laughs> and and he, you know, he's shooting twenty four percent right now. But I think the fact that he can that he's probably going to be the lead. Like, is anybody else even close to him on the team besides Makar? In what? In scoring? Yeah. Uh Pritchard and Leonard are right there. Oh, really? Know, I don't know what the exact numbers are. Leonard is. Three points behind him with only five goals. Yeah, the goals are the big thing, obviously. Right, and, and so like, I think he'll get attention just because UMass is. I don't think he will. But I think McCarr is going to get all of it. The, and that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to mention him just because, like, I think again he's got eleven goals. That's a good number, and he's good. I mean, he's, yeah, he's good. He's he not is. great. He's no, good. No, they, um, they don't have a great forward on. They, they, no, they certainly don't. Yeah, they have they they have the Lowell model to a certain extent yeah. of just like a bunch of guys where you're like, yeah, he's pretty good. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. and probably not enough of them. I don't think so. But yeah. So anyway, that that's my that's my UMass guys take on that. Um, it, it, like, uh, and I'll this... I'll quickly mention Matt Murray. Obviously, really high save percentage right now, but he's only played about two thirds of UMass's minutes. That's not enough. Sorry, no, he, he's off. played all of their hockey games. Yeah, but so in the second half, anyway. but yeah. like yeah, that 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 number will come up, and I think usually the number I the number I use is like the cutoff for That's should they true. get consideration. Lindbergh played one game against Merrimack. Okay, well, who okay. cares? Merrimack's barely a hockey's game, um, but so it, that's one of those things where I go, you know, that that number will come up. Um, and, and at the end of the year, I think like 85% of the minutes is mm-hmm. usually what I, what I say is the cutoff for he, I, really I, getting I consideration. I he'll be there. No, I don't either. Yeah. I, I, for a lot, for a number of reasons, but mm-hmm. the number of minutes he'll play is one of them. Yeah. Um, anyway, you're up. Um, 
so that's all my hope. No, the the other one I wanted to talk about was Quinn Hughes. Um, yeah, and, and we've talked about it a bit already, just in terms of the overall contribution of defenseman. He needs to score more. There's no way around it. Um, but like when I say score more, he doesn't need to end the year with like 15 goals. But the last defenseman to win the Hobie was Matt Gilroy. He had nine. Um, you 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 got to be around 10. Um, in order to get like a serious to attention, even, to even get, and yeah. this year it's probably going to be more than right. That. But we all know Quinn Hughes is good. He's he, fucking awesome. Like if he has eight goals and thirty assists at the end of the year, and, and Michigan is a you know if they do what we talked about last week and they get back into the title race, they're in the NCAA tournament. He's going to be in the top ten. He's probably and he, if and if then they if they if they get to the Frozen Four, and he scores a goal right right before voting happens, that's how Quinn Hughes wins the Hobie. Can I um, can I hit you with a con for Quinn Hughes? Sure. Minus five in on-ice goals this season. That's, yeah. That's bad. It is. Like, um, you shouldn't have 20, like, you sh- he's, let me put it this way. He's got a goal on every, or he has a point on every single goal he's been on the, uh, he's been on the ice for. Now, that might be some home cooking. <laughs> sure. Um, but he's also been on the ice for 25 against, yes. and that's, yikes. Oh, and again, um, that probably has more to do with the other thing we talked about last week is, the, the goaltending, yeah, yeah of the, course. The gentlemen or gentlemen who are behind him at given points in a game. But, yeah, if you're a defenseman, you already have 20 points. Joey, we each need to do one more, by the way. Yeah, like, if you're doing that, you're doing something right. Because I counted um, and we're only at eight. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're good on Perunovic. Yeah. Um, the, there was one more person I wanted to talk about. Who's that? And it sucks because it's a defenseman again. But I, I was curious about this, so I just asked a, a colleague of mine in the college hockey world um, about Keandre Miller. Yeah. He's going to be a star. He, he, oh, yeah. Every, like, I think everybody agrees with that. He's going to, like, he's, he's, his points are good. They're not. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't, but, like, part of the reason I just, I just I think to two years from we, now we're going to be like, oh, he's the best player in the country. I, yeah, well, he's Or not, maybe even next year. He, he might not be there in two years. He might be That's playing, why, that's yeah, why I said right. maybe he, even next year. He might be playing for the New York Rangers. <laughs> right. In two years. Um. But, I mean, his game is just so impressive for an 18-year-old. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and he'll be 19 right in January. Um, he's he, he does everything well. He's he's a big boy, but he's also a modern defenseman in terms of his skills and his skating. Um, his numbers are not that – I mean, they're the same as Quinn Hughes's. You know, it's it's he has three fewer points because he doesn't have quite as many assists. But he has more goals. Um, I really I, – I'm really excited to see this kid – over the course of the next couple of years. And usually with the National Development Program kids, they come in, and a lot of them struggle early. A lot of them do. Yeah. Um, and even, like, we're talking about Oliver Wallstrom. You know, this is, I think he has six points or something like that. Yeah, he's a coward. Um, this is Oliver Wallstrom was drafted 11 places higher than Keandre Miller was. Yep. Um, and Keandre Miller's a defenseman with significantly better numbers than him. Um, and in the year of the defenseman, he is going to get lost in the shuffle, but I... I think there's a lot here, and I'm I'm really excited to watch this game kind of grow. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have anybody else? I think the, the weird thing is I think I only said like two hockey guys. Well, you haven't mentioned the best player in the world yet, and I'm very mad about that. Who? David Cotton. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So that he, I guess the the pro argument is he rules. He, he, yeah, he's great. He's a really good player. And he's much like Mitch Chafee, where he's got... He's a, a, he is a little better than my man Mitch, though. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. But I think the the reason that you and I see more value in him than, like, just from a pure... He's, what, he's tied for 
13th in the country in points per game, which is mm-hmm. good, but, like, yeah. that's not Hobie no. territory. I mean, the, um, the fact that we see him play. Right, yeah. like, and and I have the, like, I can show you the fucking mm-hmm. scoring chances for and against. Like, he's, you know. He is one of those players where. The game completely changes when he's on the ice. Yeah. He's great. And, like, in your eyes match the numbers. Like, yeah. just perfectly. There's not, they're like, he does subtle shit well, but he does the obvious things really well, too. Yep. He scores goals, creates shots, and when, you can tell when he was on the ice because BC was in there, was in the opposing team's end for most of that time. Um. And who knows? BC's probably going to win the hockey's regular season title. Yeah, you never, um, you never know. Yeah, and the, and the last person, now that I mentioned it, I I had an, um, another real one was uh, Terrell Hyros on Michigan State. Their first line's been one of like the three best lines in the country. Yep. Um, for the season with him, the kid whose name sound Russian and I forget it, Kodorenko. Yeah. Um, they're they're they have no depth yet on that team in terms of their forwards. Um, but Dan Cole's building something good out there. Yep. Um, in this. I, I hope that the three of them uh, just kind of stick around for a bit um, to let it to see what's going to happen because and he by the way he mm-hmm. he's doing a lot of his scoring at five on five he's got twenty six points only six of them are on the power play so yeah that's a guy that's a guy to watch um, in general same thing you yeah. want to see him shoot more he's only shooting a little more than three times a night the three of them need to score more in general because they don't I mean they've combined for twenty three goals through sixteen games which like for a line is fine. Um, uh, no, it's really good. Yeah, but six of them are on the power play, so it evens their. Yeah. Well, okay, it evens their scoring a goal a game. Right, but I mean that they're a first line on a team that doesn't do anything. Right. Well, no. So like they're yeah. the avalanche then, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you, and and you live by being a one line team and you die by it. You so can, you can be a one line team in college hockey if you also have a very good goalie. Yes. And like Northeastern, uh, very good example. Yeah. Um, boy, Northeastern's pretty good though. Yeah, I meant last year. Forgive me. Um, no, they're good. This, they're good this year and last. They're year. good in a different way this year. Um, Jordan Harris is really good. Um, but yeah, like with Michigan State, they don't have goaltending yet. The the Duritter kid, by all accounts, seems good. But like the thing with goalies, man, like if if you're sub nine hundred, as even as a freshman, like no, yeah, it's a no for me, dog. Right. Like, like I can't. don't. How are you going to be that much better? Like there have been some teams that have just been truly fucking terrible. Like Doug Carr is a really good example of this. Yeah. Barely over 900 as a freshman. He might've been sub. He was, he was sub. Yeah. He was like 880 something. And then he was great. Cause Norm Basin came in. Um, but with this, it's just, I don't, if you're sub nine and like, the, this is a national development kid that was supposed to be drafted last year. And he wasn't, I think I see why. Um, no, granted his last couple of games have been quite good. Um, he had two, two really good games against Michigan or one. Yeah. Two good games against Michigan. He allowed four on 81, I think it was, over the course of a weekend, which is pretty all right. Um, but in general, I mean, no, for Michigan State. Uh, speaking of goaltending, Ryan. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do the good award. Three for each, we said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll start, and I'll, I will just say Stephanos like, is like He's not going to be there at the end of the year, probably, but like, he, if he, you're he, going at the midpoint... He is the national leader in save percentage, yeah. nine thirty six, and he's tied I mean, with Ryan Larkin, but he plays way more minutes. So, mm-hmm. right there, you go. Yeah, he. I mean, he's having. He's a, a good college goalie who's having his best year. Yep. Um, he's gonna. He will. Even if I mean, his second half is gonna be worse than his first half, but he's still. I, he'll still be in the top ten at the end of the year. Um, in terms of in terms of the Richter, um, he's a good goalie. There's just there's no way around it. Um, all around the league, other teams know that he's a good goalie. They talk about him. 
when they're trying to beat Vermont, they usually do that without much of an issue, but it's not his fault no. uh, when it does happen. Yeah, 936 in 14 games, mm-hmm. and he's played almost every single minute for the, for the whole season. So. Correct. Um, On a bad team. A right. real bad team. Right. So. And for me, it is Ryan Larkin. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like he, he is going to play a lot of minutes in the second half. The They, um, they poached Huntsville's goalie to be their backup. Um, Which is always a good sign. It, the strength it of your... It, it's, it's a great way to get a backup goalie. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, he's nine fifteen, so he's you know he's doing his job. Um, and I would imagine they didn't have a backup, and they looked at him and said, you, "You'll get ten games, and you'll get a couple more scubs." Like, this is how this kid plays in the NHL for three years, or the AHL for three years, rather. Yeah. Um, but with Ryan Larkin, he he's always been a talented goalie. He had a really bad year last year. Um, he was nine ten his freshman year. He was just awful last year. Eight eighty seven. I want to say it was for the year. Yikes. Which stinks. Oh yeah. Um, and this year he's he's found it again. Obviously, the number would suggest there's a little bit of uh, fortune on his side. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, he's a good goalie, having a good year. And if you if 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 I were if I considered goalies for the Hobies, which I won't anymore, um, because no one votes for them, then he would certainly be on my list. Right. Um, okay. Um, I also would like to say Darian Hansen. Mm-hmm. Um. Weird season because he didn't play seven. He didn't play in seven of Union's games. Yep. And, like, it wasn't because he was hurt, as far as I can tell, because he no. dressed for him. Yeah. So. And then I tweeted that they should play him instead of Jake Hupsky and Rick Bennett read it, and now Union's good again. Yeah. That's what happened. Right. right. No, exactly. <laughs> because, like, he had one bad game, didn't play for f- two weeks, <laughs> almost three weeks, or – he didn't play for four straight games, comes back in, and Joe... So, yeah, he had one bad game where he gave up four on 14. Was that against uh, RPI? Yeah. Yeah. They got swept by RPI. No, I know. <laughs> so, so this this was his season, and this is so hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Playing a very good Northeastern team that shoots the puck a lot. He beat them twice. Beat them twice. <laughs> in Sto- And he stopped four of... Or he he allowed sorry he allowed four goals on you just made the best thinking seventy two shot he allowed four goals on seventy two shots against a very good northeastern team, mm-hmm. um, the next week he gives up four on fourteen to RPI doesn't play again for four games mm-hmm. then one on thirty five one on thirty two one on forty three on thirty one three on thirty eight here's the thing Jacobski is gonna keep getting chances. Fuck, fuck off, though. Like, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. but like, fuck off with that shit. That's stupid. Like, Jacobski has been terrible he's this a, year. He's having a bad year. Darian Hansen on the other Last hand, Jacobski was all right, right? Like nine fifteen. Yeah, was, I, I feel like he was even better than that. Yeah. But Darian Hansen, so far, nine thirty five. Yeah, he's good. You can't. Fu- and that's with a horrible game. Union, Union against a bad team. Union can win the ECAC tournament this year. If Darren is, is the goalie, is the goal. yeah, no, it, it, I don't think it's they so wild to me that yeah. that he's only played eight games when he's a nine thirty five goalie, and and these are not against bad teams. Did he beat Quinnipiac? He did beat Quinnipiac. Okay, so it wasn't so Northeastern Quinnipiac, Yale, who's who's good, twi- Yale yeah. twice, yeah, uh, BU and Brown and RPI. So he only plays good teams now. That's what it is. Good or after losing to RPI, he's just only going to let him play against good teams. 
Yeah. So weird. Well, well I, I mean, mean, again, he played Brown, but he yeah. only tied Brown. So, yeah. In- interesting to think about. Um, Go for it. You're up. Um, Where is it? There it is. Kale Morris. Um, so for this year he's a 920. He's playing a Coward. little, not playing a ton like he but, uh, liked the beginning of last year. You didn't enunciate properly. 928. I don't do that. Wait, did I say hate? No, you no. It you just said it so fast. It sounded to me like you said 920. 928. We we can play it back maybe, but uh, 928. 928. It's a good number. It is, and it um, seems sustainable. Yeah, because he did it last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? no, we more than did it last year. So. Um, Jackson's been doing the smart thing, and like Dylan Saint Cyr is a good goalie who's mm-hmm. gonna who's gonna be their goalie after this year. I'm just gonna assume this is not a thing. I'm just assuming Morris, if he has another awesome season, is gonna take advantage and sign a free agent mm-hmm. deal after his junior year. Um, Saint Cyr is gonna be their goalie next year, and Saint Cyr is a super high pedigree goalie. Um, his mom is Manonrail, as we've discussed. Um, but Morris is 928, and he like he had some struggles. He's been even better lately. Like. His, his, Seems like he's back on form, which more suggests that Notre Dame is back on form because while I thought he was good last year, um, his the way Notre Dame has decided to play the Big Ten has certainly helped it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, nine you're this good for a year and a half playing high level competition like Notre Dame does, it just means you're good. You know yep. what I mean? Um, we've certainly seen guys fluke their way through a year and a half of college hockey. We 100 percent have. Yeah. But I, you know, I. Jeff Jackson knows goalies, and if he thought Kale Morris was good enough to give him a scholarship, he was probably pretty good. Um, and now he's coached him up, and he has the team playing the way they want to. Notre Dame is a player in the second half. Um, I think they've lost one of their last ten games or something like that. Um, Kale Morris has been the biggest reason for it. Yep. And and they're getting scoring from everywhere because um, they don't have, like, with a couple guys they lost, they don't quite have, like, the big giant first line. But they really didn't last year either. You know, it was uh, Jake Evans who was, like, a really – he was more of a, a poor man's first-line center mm-hmm. and, like, a very good second-line center. Um, and they have a lot of that this year with their forward group, too. Um, players who I kind of consider to be a little bit underachievers for their career, like Dylan Momquist, who came in really highly regarded. Yeah. But he's had a good – I mean, he's had a good career. But not no, he's one never, that everybody would have no. thought he could have no. had. Right. Or he has 77 points in 127 career games. Yep. That's fine. He'll probably get him. He might get to 100 points for his career. Yeah. Um. Only needs 23 more, which is admittedly a lot, but he is playing in the Big Ten. Um. So it might happen, but I do. I. Kel Morris is good. Yeah. Full stop. Yep. That's it. All right. My last one, Joey. I was curious who your third one was going to be. We got to eat some shit on this one, my friend. Mm-hmm. 9:32, Joe Wool. He's been good lately. Been good all year, pretty yeah. much. 9:32. That. What can you say? Here's he's the thing he's with just him. been good. I mean, yeah. he's on a bad team. He's on a team that gives up a lot of shots. He's not on a bad team. He is on he's the on perfect team. team to win this award. Because they're they're just good enough to not give up a lot of scoring chances against like the teams they're going to be playing. Well, for and, all, and also, yeah. they're going to score. All the goals he's going to give up are in the first period, and then they're going to stop. The other <laughs> team's going to stop playing. Um, but, yeah, no, like... Yeah, like we we talk a ton of shit about him on this show. Well, yeah, and and, he, and I I feel like deservedly so. He had a, he had a bad start to the year. He did. He had one hundred percent. Well, no, I mean, wasn't it just that one game where he gave up like seven goals on however I th- many shots? I think shots? the whole first bit of the year he was on uninspiring at best. Okay, let me games, let me so. see if I can pull this up mm-hmm. here. Uh, they lost a lot of games. Sure. Yeah, and, and not all of them. Um, nothing losses. Yeah. So his first his first. Uh, 
Yeah, so w- w- he had two bad games. He gave mm-hmm. up uh, six to Wisconsin and four to St. Cloud. on a, mm-hmm. So that's 10 on a combined 57 shots. That's bad. Mm-hmm. But it's two games. And I, and I hate to be the guy who's like, if you exclude such and such a game, you know, like that's no. But if somebody that's has always it, bullshit to me. It's but not, it, yeah. with that having been said, yeah. Since the St. Cloud game, nine fifty five. What are you gonna say? Yeah. What are you gonna say? Right. Mm-hmm. Like he started out bad because of two bad games, but nine fifty five. So that's we'll me. I mean, at the end of the year, if he's at nine eighteen, then like that's what he is. You know what I mean? Right, but. His last nine games, he's nine fifty five. Like yeah. you can't say you can't talk shit about it. And I, believe me, I love to, but I can't. <laughs> I I can't do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, that, that look if he if he I don't think he's gonna keep it up. But if he does, you gotta you, you, well, gotta, yeah. you gotta respect it. Like he's not gonna keep up nine fifty five. But like if well, he, no. But if he's if he's nine thirty two at the end of the year, yeah. Or if he's even nine twenty five, we'd have to go. Ah, fuck. No, I mean go good. You know Good for mean? him, right? Yeah. But yeah. So but, anyway, but also a little bit fuck, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the like I said, I always say it on this show. The thing I root for is for me to be right. Like that's my one big rooting interest in sport, <laughs> is for me to end up having been correct about things. So, yeah, uh, you have one more from from out west, and I get well. I guess you don't really because we already talked about yeah, Joey Decord. It's gonna be Joey Decord. Yeah. Um, it like. They, Greg Powers said very candidly to me. I kept trying to be like, "You're you're bullshitting me, right?" And he was like, "No, I think he's the best goalie in the country." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, but like he's your guy." He's like, "No, like I think he's the best goalie in the country." And like obviously he is his guy. Probably hasn't seen everybody play, but he's like, "I think we can make the NCAA tournament because I know he's like, if we score three goals, we're gonna win." Yeah. And like, it's tough it, to argue. It's it, tough to argue, dude. If they make the NCAA tournament with Incredible. that with that schedule, like I said, it's not a schedule a team in their fourth year, or whatever, it should be should be beating. No, it really is absolutely isn't. not. Absolutely not. And I'm, you know, you and I talked. You, you and I made fun of the fact that they kept him. Powers. They probably shouldn't have. But we. But the thing we also make fun of is really kind of uninspired, same old, same old coaching hires. Right, but like th- and, this to me. Yeah. Again, like, yeah. is is Greg Carvel a fucking genius now because UMass no. has a 105 PDO? No. no. And so, like, mm-hmm. w- what's Arizona State's PDO? Like, I, I, I honestly don't know. I it, it's 104 and a half. Mm-hmm. So, no, he's not a but, fucking genius. But he's a program builder. He, he, he knew how to put a program together. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying like, – right. right. I don't Did know. He, I, because here's the thing. Yeah. I think you could coach that team – and go and like get good players to go there. Mm-hmm. You want to fucking come hang out in Arizona? Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds great, <laughs> right? Like that. It it re- like that's really a program that sells itself. Is he a particularly good coach? I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. like, but if you're building a program, yeah, obviously it's nice to have a guy who's like been around or whatever a guy who knows the program. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you're building a program and you're throwing a bunch of money at it, which they are, yes. Get a fucking real coach. You know what I mean? Like, like. Y- I'm not saying they do have one. I'm just not saying I don't know that they y- you don't know, have one. You know, they should hire Dave Haxtell. That's it. Someone asked me about that. Yeah. I don't. I didn't read uh, Schlossman's thing about what his next step is, but. Yeah. I, I like, I just said that joking around. Arizona State should 100% hire Dave Haxtell. Yeah, like, I don't think he. 
he doesn't strike me as a go to live in Arizona kind of. He strikes me as somebody who wants it to be cold all the time. Yeah. Uh, um, with Dave Haxtell being fired, and I mean that is a, a good little thing to talk about, I guess, as we wind down. Um, he's not going to coach against North Dakota. I don't think he would. Genuinely, I don't think he would. Yeah. Because um, like they didn't fire him. Right. And I'm sure he'd love to like flip off all those fans who were like, "Fire Haxtell." Yeah, that would be tight. Um, but I don't. I don't think he's going to coach against North Dakota after being there for so long. Sure. And, and Arizona State might be the perfect job for him, or fucking Illinois. Right. You know what I mean? Hire him and just say, you know, co- we're, we'll, we'll give you a million bucks to coach the club team for a year. Um, or 700000 whatever the hell he gets. Um, were, were the Flyers yeah, you really were... that bad? Like, his record was fine. No, I I, I had a guy ask me that for the yeah. mailbag today of, like, why are all the college coaches not d- doing so poorly? And I was like, you had a guy who made the playoffs with the fucking Flyers yeah. two out of three seasons That's... and two guys who are a combined 65 games into their careers. Yeah. Like, get a fucking grip. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm blanking on the other one. Quinn and who? Jimmy Montgomery. Oh, yeah. You ever heard of this guy? How are the Stars doing? Not well. They're fine, yeah. but they're probably not going to make the playoffs. But, like, mm-hmm. their roster isn't that good. Yeah. So, and, and, like, we know that the Rangers are rebuilding. They've said as such, mm-hmm. so, or as much. So... Like, what do you want from these fucking guys? You yeah. want them to be in the playoffs? Like, you're an you're an idiot. Yeah. And 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 you know what? Like, look, I'm not saying Hackstool did a great job in Philly, um, but I think a lot of the problem was the Flyers' PK was terrible, which that was um, Max Lapierre's job as an assistant coach. Max Lapierre is one of the worst assistants in the league. I feel like. Mm-hmm. And also, what's he gonna do? Uh, hey Brian, why don't you try stopping? Uh, All shot. 900, <laughs> like 90% of the shots. 88's not cutting it. Why don't you just get up to 90? It doesn't even have to be 91. Here you are defending Dave Haxtell. Well, no, like, <laughs> it It honestly is one of those things where it's like, I don't give a, like. I saw that. I, saw I, I guess I want college ho- coaches to succeed in hockey just because I like college hockey or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like. North Dakota, so. Well, that's only because I'm insanely racist. Um. <laughs> And I love Nazi sympathizers. But, like, it really is a thing where it's just, like, use your fucking brain. You know what I – like, it's – that's really it for me is just, like, do thinking for two seconds. Honestly. Yeah. I didn't – when I – the the fervor to fire him didn't make sense to me is all I'm saying, I guess. Because he – and, like, granted, I – when they hired him, I was like, I don't know if that personality is going to work with pros, Dave. Um sure um we talk about that a lot of guys just like you can't teach million you can't treat millionaires the same way you treat 18 year olds who need your approval to go to the nhl um and granted maybe he's not like that you know like like in the locker room during practice but he strikes me as somebody who enjoys being like that a lot i would imagine like his kids get straight a's yeah and they don't even like a b you can't give me a b yeah that kind of shit dad's not going to talk to me for a month if you do that right um but yeah, so Joey Decord's gonna win the Richter. Yeah, uh, Joey, real quick, mm-hmm. give me top three for Spencer Penrose. I think this is a very easy discussion. Top three for Penrose: uh, Carvel, um, Powers, and uh, who am I? Who's the obvious one that I'm missing? Is it Saint Cloud, Joey? I was actually gonna say hard, the thing is I was gonna say Sandalon, just because I think he's. He's one of the best, and if they're for doing, sure. Yeah. But like, I I think they're I think it's a really good crop of where it's just like, oh, that team kicks ass, dude. Yeah. Like, like six teams mm-hmm. 
where where like okay yeah St. Cloud Duluth like these are teams where you just go oh they're just fucking good yeah. teams you, but like Godowski why not right mm-hmm. um um uh what's his name I think Bowling Green Bowling Green's coach yeah has, May, has uh what's his it. name in Mankato fuck I'm Hastings Bob Hastings yeah Mike Hastings Mike who's Bob Hastings I don't know, I don't know. your father no nope. it's a whole thing <laughs> I'm looking it up who's Bob Hastings <laughs> he's an actor okay well there you go thinking have of it. Bob Hoskins no I'm not. <laughs> Um, we all know that Mike Shaver should win the award. Um, you know who shouldn't win the award, Ryan? I decided to look at the bottom fifth, the, the, the like the ten lowest rated teams. Mike Cavanaugh, man, five. They suck, huh? Yeah, we talked bad. about them a lot. Last I, I, week, I saw, I, 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 like I said, I saw them in that one game against Lowell, and they looked, they looked like they'd never played hockey together yeah. before, like super skilled players or whatever. But right. you just look at them and you go. Oh, that's not that's not particularly good. This is a rebuilding <laughs> for yeah. UConn, but yeah, I mean, I think Carvel's done a good job. The presence of Makar obviously has made that a helps. has made a decent job look like a very good job. Um, Larson, first year taking over that team, but he he inherited a really good team, so I'm dubious on that. I love the with maybe Pecknold isn't there because I just really like him, and I'm being biased, but. They're good. They play the, exactly the kind of hockey a team that has a little bit less talent than the other great teams around the country has to play. Yep. Like, they can be a bit boring sometimes. Sure. Um, very early 2010s Tampa Bay Lightning vibe to them sometimes. Um, and then I just think Sandlin's probably one of the three best coaches in the country. Yeah. No, like, like I said, mm-hmm. there are seven coaches where you go he's in my top three and i go i have to give that one to you if arizona state makes the tournament i think it's not even a question yeah that that he'll be yeah Mm -hmm. for sure um i think maybe even if they're in the conversation yeah but probably they would have to make it um here's a sneaky one because i think they're gonna be awesome in the second half of yale yeah, I really, I, I just, I, 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 really I, I guess I'd need to see it, but I, it, really like, it's certainly in there, or in Keith Elaine's in toolbox week. to, yes. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, uh, that's it for me. I guess have a good Christmas if that's your whole thing, and if not, uh, see you in hell, right? That's that North Dakota fan talking again. That's right. Uh, <laughs> also the N word, right? They love saying that, I bet. I didn't need that. Well, I mean, we don't need North Dakota, and yet there they are, right in the middle of the country. I disagree. Wait, right at the top there. You ever see that? Just wait, right up at the top. I'm trying to think of anything truly, other than like oil, that actually makes my life in any way better in the short term, that comes from North Dakota. I don't think they have as much oil as you think they do. No, they don't. They have a little. Um, There's that town that's the most expensive town in America to live in. Uh, I don't know about this. Yeah, because because like there was a, there was a small oil boom there, and everybody moved there. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, North Dakota, go to hell. Um. Buy yeah. Me, buy me bone storm or go to hell. Perfect That's right. Time, perfect time of year to bring that back. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>